Podcast. I am your host, Jay Hollihan, and I'm back here on this Wednesday evening recapping the Philadelphia Phillies 10-2 win in Game 3 in the NLDS over the Atlanta Braves. What a game this was. The Phillies, who lost in the most heartbreaking fashion, of course, in Game 2. The Bats were out tonight. They were on a mission. They played angry. They played ticked off. And I thought that one player in particular played extremely uh, possessed, if that's the way you want to call it, or um, just with a big chip on his shoulder. And yes, of course, I'm talking about Bryce Harper. Um, the 10-2 to route was definitely uh, a different... Uh, game that we had seen in Atlanta where the Phillies, you know, kind of um, were seesawing back and forth with the Braves and you were kind of on the edge of your seat in both game one and game two. But then um, game three, the bats definitely, like I said, came out. Aaron Nola early on, I mean, he looked uh, pretty solid, pretty good. I thought he ran into a wall there. Um, obviously in the top of the third where the Braves were able to, um, to push the first run of the game across. Um, but the Phils were able to, you know, answer back in the bottom of the third, Nick Castellanos with a solo homer, and then they get two on and Bryce Harper comes through with a big three run bomb. And boy, did he crush that ball? I mean, that was a really uh tremendous swing by Bryce Harper like my goodness you know and of course Orlando Arcia had to say you know with a chuckle and add a boy Bryce as Bryce Harper recorded that final out the other night off of Nick Castellanos's uh his head and we all know how that went went down but you know Bryce Harper comes around looks at him 4-1, okay, and then, you know, <laughs> he definitely uh, felt it. Um, and then JT with a double in the bottom of the third as Stott and Bohm both got on. And JT Realmuto, man, he has been swinging a hot bat so far, which is great to see. You know, why not? I mean, good of a time as any to to get hitting, and that's that's great to see from JT, and we need that to continue on. And then it was Bryce Harper again in the bottom of the fifth. And this time he most definitely stared down Orlando Arcia. Now listen, Arcia comes out after the game and says, well, you know, I didn't mean for that to get out. And he was disappointed in the media. I don't really know the full context here as to what exactly or who exactly he was speaking to and how that got out. Now, the clubhouse is a sanctuary, and I mean, if the media is in there, and I'm assuming he was speaking to a media member, unless it was a teammate that that you know barked it out. If it was a media member, that is going to get out. I I don't understand what the uh, you know what exactly you know the um, the per you know the the perplexion is there from. 
you know, Orlando Arcia, that's, you know, I guess a young ball player just just unaware and not, you know, didn't realize he was giving the other team bulletin board material. But, hey, if you want to keep feeding it to Bryce, I mean, go for it. I mean, you know, if if you want to buy any chance telling me sucks, you know, let's have at it. Um, but I just, you know, and I, and I see, you know, Braves fans are like, well, I don't really understand why it is that it was such a big deal. Like, well, I mean, in sports, you're going to take that, something like that seriously. I mean, I don't even understand why this needs to be mentioned. If you recorded the final out of a game two and that big of a moment in a game and the opposition's laughing and going at a boy Bryce, I mean, come on, you're, you're going to, you're going to take that, um, you know, you're going to take that to heart a little bit there. So I really liked, obviously, how Harper came back from that. I think a lot of people were expecting him to do something. I definitely was not expecting it to be this type of a game. Um, I thought he'd, I mean, you always think about it, but, you know, you never really plan for it to happen and and he did just that and the second time he stared he i mean he full-on looked at him as he circled second you could see arcia dropping his head and you know i mean he clearly you know even if he didn't mean for it to get out i mean dude like you know come on like i said i don't know who you were talking to the media is gonna eat that up so i have no idea how he um expected for that to go but the route was on at that point as the Braves did get one back Arcia actually was the one who come through to come through with the RBI then Trey Turner belted one Castellanos and then Marsh they go back to back and I gotta say you know as much as we say as much as we have talked about Bryce Harper making the last out and getting doubled up there in game at the end of game two Nick Castellanos is the one who hit the ball right? I mean, you know, and when, when he was watching it go, I'm sure he thought this had a shot. Sure. He sees Harris going back, but he may have thought that was clanking off the wall. Um, but at that point, you know, for Castellanos, um, you know, he's, he came out and said, you know, we play our best when we get punched in the mouth and he's the first one to deliver. Then Harper sends one out, then Harper gets another one out. And then Castellanos, you know, you know, got a hold of another home of another ball and sends one out. I mean, last year, I don't think Nick Castellanos had a single home run in the entire postseason. And I mean, the Phillies, you know, they played in 17 games and he didn't see a single one go out out of all the home. I mean, they had, I think just about everyone hit a home run maybe besides him and Gene as the everyday players um, and and Bryce and Stott. So, you know, that kind of goes to show you that Castellanos with a little, you know, um, you know, gets to see one go out now, which is, which is awesome to see, obviously. Um, weird, though, that Schwarber didn't get in on it. You would have thought Kyle Schwarber would have seen one go out. I mean, you know, that's... Um, that would have been kind of his territory tonight, I thought. But regardless, the Phillies come through. They take a 2-1 to one series lead. Now, I think there is a giddy amount of optimism surfacing around. 
you know, about this team. But I think it's, you know, for me at least, I'm a little cautiously optimistic about this. Like, yes, I'm excited. I hope they can pull it through at home. But I hope they didn't, you know, just wake up the Braves, you know. And while I say that, I also think about all but really two innings and maybe the top of the third when they got their um, one nothing lead tonight. I really haven't felt like the Braves have had much momentum at all throughout this series. It's been all one-sided, all towards the Phillies. Like, aside from that homer that Darnold, uh Travis Darinaugh hit out, and then the uh, the Austin Riley, obviously. You feel like the Phillies have just had it from a pitching standpoint to a hitting standpoint to a bullpen standpoint. Um, and it just seems like, you know, you, you feel the momentum, but then you also have to think about this is the Braves we're talking about. Um, so while I'm optimistic... That little part of me that's a little pessimistic slips in. You know, you hope that tomorrow, as it's Ranger Suarez going against Spencer Strider again, Strider obviously ticked off from how game one went. But as he was quoted as saying, and even if he was being funny, I mean, he doesn't think that there should be fans in the stands. So I really don't think he should have said that one playing in Philadelphia. But remember, this is Spencer Strider. He's a very capable pitcher. He can blank you. Um, You know, the Phillies were able to eke out two runs against him um, in game one. You know, one via the long ball. So you got to hope they do that again. And Ranger Suarez, for everyone that's been wondering, well, you know, how is he going to react with, you know, Rob Thompson pulling him? And, you know, will that bring any kind of uh issue for ranger ranger is the kind of guy that i don't think he cares i hope to god i'm not proven wrong but ranger suarez to me is just the type of dude that it seems like he wakes up every day and it's a and it's a new day and he's not even thinking about yesterday and I think in in his mind, he probably was thinking as well at the end of that game, Rob saving me to pitch again later on. Now, you know, you don't want him obviously to be looking behind him at the bullpen wondering how I wonder, you know, if anyone's getting loose, if everyone's anyone's warming up, you know. And I think that if the one thing that, you know, Caleb Cotham – Rob Thompson, JT Real Muto can, you know, try and tell him, hey, don't worry about it. You know, it's, you know, just focus on doing what you, what you know you can do. Go out there and throw. Go out there and throw your stuff. Um, but you know, Atlanta knows Ranger. Ranger knows Atlanta. I mean, this isn't like okay, they just saw him for the first time. Now they know a little more about him. They know who Ranger Suarez is. I mean, there you know, there's nothing different. You know, this is a, this is a going to be a deciding game. So you know, if you think Atlanta is going to go out there and be blanked, it's not going to happen. Atlanta is going to come out and they're going to be ticked. They're going to be, you know, they 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 want to send it back to Truist Park where they know they feel confident in winning. But for us, I mean, you know, I know everyone, including myself. 
wants it to be done tomorrow night, obviously, but it's, you know, you, you almost kind of need it because you don't want to go to a game five and you also want to see these guys. So you want to see CBP rock and you want to see people celebrating a win. So, you know, that's, that's what I'm not making any predictions. I'm just saying it as it is. You know, it's going to be, I think, a grinded out game. I don't think, you know, I mean, I assume Atlanta's hurting a little bit, but you know they're going to go down swinging. So that's the case there. But anyways, thanks everyone for tuning in to another episode of the 610 Podcast. I'm Jay Holland, and I'll be back on tomorrow. I'll put out something for Penn State football as we preview them playing UMass on Saturday. I'll also be putting out the post-game reaction to the Flyers' first game of the season against the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets tomorrow night, and as well recapping Game 4 of the NLDS between the Philadelphia Phillies and the Atlanta Braves. Hopefully I'm back on here excited and uh, you know feeling pumped up. Um, hopefully I'm not having to preview the Game 5. Thanks everyone for tuning in, and as always, I'll talk to you next time. Wake me up, wake me up inside. I can't wake up, wake